6th for the week of January the 25th. This is the 25th. Today is the 25th of January, almost February, guys. Uh, this is the Media Boat Podcast. We talk about media. We talk about films. We talk about television shows. We talk about video games. And we talk about music. And my name is Matt. And your name? I'm, I am sick. Is sick. No, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Um, I, I've been sneezing, so if we, I sneeze during this, we've been down that's me. with the sickness for the last week. We I got, got it first. We had to get up to out. get down with the sickness. Yes, with the sickness. Um, but yeah, so welcome well, to another yeah, episode. Open up your hate and then they go There's there. a lot to talk about. Uh, oh, yeah, there is. Happened in film. Um, things happened in video games. And we have a review. We have a movie that we saw. So let's go right into it, which is the... Let's go right into it. Let's put a goat right into it. Um, film. We talk about box office results first. So let's talk about those. The box office. What do we got yes. for box office? If it will load. If it will load. All right. Uh, number one <laughs> was... Uh, number one with bullet. Uh... It was split. Okay, between what and what? Between Xander Cage and Hidden Figures. It sure was. <laughs> the, your number one movie this your, week. Yes. M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong has a number shocker. Yeah. I thought that name was cursed. Yes, it was Like not, his movies. So yeah, you may notice that in ads right now for Triple X... They're advertising it as the number one movie in the world. Yes. Because it was not domestically. Right. Internationally, <laughs> it opened to 51 million worldwide. Yeah. However, domestically, that opened number two at 20 million. So, yeah. So, so but anyways, split, we're getting ahead oh, of ourselves. Yeah. Split. Split. 40 million opening. People are talking about that thing as it's some sort of return to form. For That's what Mr. I saw in a little yes. bit of the reviews. Yeah. That seems to be the, the, the case everywhere I'm seeing Am I going to see it? Hell no. No. But apparently it's all right. Uh, it's a you, good one of those. It's a good horror thing. Yeah, it's a thr- thriller, suspense thriller thing that he used to do. Yes. Complete with Michael Jackson dressed up like a werewolf. It's a thriller. Yes, it's a uh, thriller. <laughs> thriller night. Um, so yeah, that thing exists. If you like M. Night Shyamalan, I guess give it a try. Yeah. I don't know. Or if you're looking for something to, I don't to know. watch. Did you like signs? I was okay with signs. You're okay with signs. What about The Village? Uh, I didn't see The Village <laughs> in theaters. I saw it afterwards. The Village was good. Village, village was, was good. good. I haven't seen any of them except for The Sixth Sense. Okay. So, yeah. I like The Sixth Sense. It's an entertaining movie. Yeah. Uh, I saw The Last Airbender. Actually, I take it back. I saw that one too. There you go. Man, so I saw the best and the worst then, so I've run the entire gamut of M. Night Shyamalan possibilities. No. No? No. Is there worse? Well, yes, this is worse. Uh, well, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> is there worse than Avatar? Sorry, The Last Airbender? In terms of M. Night Shyamalan movies? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, which one? The Happening. Is The Happening bad? It's with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, yeah. Remember that being Mark Wahlberg tried to be a science teacher. Lousy. It's in the trees. The trees are trying to kill us. Yeah. Okay. Now it's coming back to me. Okay. Never mind. Uh, but anyways. <laughs> anyways, number two was Triple X: The Return of Xander Cage. Yes, Vin Diesel comes back. Yes. Uh, even though it was number two domestically with twenty million, it was number one with 
51 million worldwide. Yes. Which is why those ads say number one movie movie worldwide. So yeah, sure. It is what it is. Um, I heard that's not too good. It's it's a dumb action movie. Yeah. It's real dumb. It it stars that uh, Vin Diesel. What do you expect of it? I guess if you need something kind of for nourishment until, uh, uh, until fast, sorry, the fate of the furious yeah, comes yeah. out, then yeah, I guess it's there. But yeah. I probably will skip this. Probably. Uh, number three was Hidden Figures, still making money. 15 million, a 24% drop. I think it's got 83 million on it right now. It's not bad for huh. a movie that, yeah, relatively surprise success. Yeah. Uh, number four was Sing. Yes. 9 million, a 36% drop. Hanging in there. Hanging in there. That thing has currently made $250 million. Illumination movies have legs. And, uh, if there's anything that they have proved, proven over the years is that they just keep going. That thing has $200 million more than I would ever give Also, us. it was good timing. I mean, they're the family movie. They continue to be the family movie. Well, after Moana after got Moana, out of theaters. Yeah. It's pretty much as, as soon well, as Moana Well, they gave Moana out, a month, and then yeah. they, they premiered it. It's from the 25th. Yeah, that was smart. Christmas. That was really smart of them because they very much had an open field. And they will for the foreseeable future. I don't know even what the next, like... You know what the next one is. A dog's purpose. Nope. No, 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 Oh, yeah, Lego Batman. Lego Batman! Yeah, that'll be... That'll kick it out. But, yeah. So, I guess good for them. Even though, apparently, that movie sucks. But, whatever. Number five was La La Land. La Land. 8.4. 42% drop. I think it's going to make 90 million. Possibly going over 100 yeah, easily, I bet. Uh, before before award uh, season concludes, I think that thing will do pretty well. Yep. Because word of mouth is fantastic for that thing. Yep. And, uh, um, you, I don't know if you watched... Yeah, you, you were watching it with me. What? The SNL did that really good follow-up. Oh, bit. yes, with Aziz Ansari. <laughs> we'll talk about that in uh, television, yes. so we'll get there. I have SNL down <laughs> here. Um, and uh, number six was Rogue One. Even yep. though only, I'm only mentioning this because even though it made $7 million, it did cross $500 million domestic right. and billion dollar worldwide. Yeah, so we have the billion. Yes. It has reached it. Did it. Congratulations, Star Wars. You did it! It was bound to happen at some point. Yes. Your um, gamble paid off in a Star Wars story. Was it really a gamble? Can you really call anything with Star Wars that's... Not an animated movie, a gamble, really. Can you really call that that? The only Star Wars film that has failed was pretty much that animated Clone Wars movie. Yes, in theaters. Yeah, everything else has been way super like blockbuster successful. So right, not really what I'd call a gamble. Well, it was a gamble because it was a no character set in the same universe. Yeah, but when you put behind it the same marketing power that you did with the proper sequel, people are going to still think of it as a Star Wars movie proper. No one's going to think that the, no one that I know thought that that thing was like a spin-off. Everybody that I know is like it's a Star Wars movie. So was that does that mean things are going to bode well for the upcoming Han Solo movie? Yeah, probably. I Even mean, better probably because it's freaking Han Solo. Well, not only yeah. that, it also is being directed by Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Yeah, that doesn't hurt. Geniuses. <laughs> that doesn't hurt at all. And you have Academy Award winner Don Glover. <laughs> Donald Glover. Yes. And also you said Academy, you mean Golden Globe. Yes, I said Golden Globe. Yes, yeah. Golden Globe. <laughs> That's what I said. Sure. Uh, <laughs> that Academy. You're providing alternative facts. 
Uh, <laughs> tropical okay. joke. Okay. Tropical jokes. Um, so yeah. Is it being a tropical joke? Trump, tropical? Yeah. Ew. Uh, like that. Uh, opening this weekend. Let's not say it ever again. Opening this weekend. Uh, opening this weekend. Yes. We the have, weekend. Uh, the weekend. No. The movie. No. We have A Dog's Purpose. Yes. A, dog, a Dog's Purpose. Or Dog's Porpoise, uh, which yes. is actually a movie about a dog riding on top of a dolphin. I know that movie. <laughs> yeah. That's Max and Roxanne. What? Yep. What the hell is Max and Roxanne? It's a movie with a dog, with a dog and, a and a dolphin. Is that like Milo and Otis? Yeah, since it's a dog and a dolphin. A dog and a dolphin? Yes. I think you just like saying no, a dog and a dolphin. No, it's Zeus and Roxanne. Zeus and Roxanne. Zeus and Roxanne. I don't know. I think you're still making this movie. up. I still wow. don't know what that means. Use your phone and look it up as I go through this. No. Uh, the other movie is Gold. <laughs> no. I refuse to. Gold with um, uh, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Hey. Uh, seems like the only good thing about that movie. That movie does not look good. That's why it's coming out in January. But Matthew McConaughey is Matthew McConaughey. Hey. So he'll, be, he'll, he'll do all right. In that thing. And lastly, uh, opening this weekend is Resident Evil, the yes. final chapter. Which, in case you didn't figure that out from the name, is the last of those Mila yes. Jovovich. At uh, least that's what they say. Resident Evil movies. At least that's what they say. For now. Until Mila Jovovich needs a paycheck. Yeah, you know what? Until her husband needs a paycheck. Yeah, both of them. Yep. <laughs> As yep. a couple. Yeah, uh, the, I guess go see that if you've seen the rest of them. Yeah. It's a thing about that. <laughs> uh, other box office notes: um, Rogue One crosses five hundred domestic billion worldwide. Yep. Moana crosses yep. five hundred million Good worldwide. Well deserved. Triple uh, X opens at fifty-one million worldwide. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, Doctor Strange finally releases in Japan. The last of its international releases. Okay, it'll probably do okay. All right. Uh, do you want to get the Oscar noms or do you want to go through the uh, movies? Oh, uh, we first? talked briefly about nominations. We're not going to do our predictions on this show. We're going to wait. Yes, we're going to um, do our predictions right before the actual But we talked about ceremony. the headline, which is, of course, that La La Land, your, big, your big nominee, uh, getting 14 nods, which is a three-way tie 14. for the most ever. 14. The other two it. movies are Tits. Titanic. Tits. In 1997. And Tits. Or 98, I guess, technically. The 97, 98. And, and the, Tits. And All About Eve. Yep. In uh, 1956? 56? Sounds right. Anyways, but yes, so the only three movies I've ever watched. Uh, 50, no. Nine, uh, 1950. Yes. 1950s. All About Eve and 1997 Titanic. Yep. Okay, so. Currently, it has 92, 92 odds of winning that statue so so yeah Vegas puts it up high I just looked at a ballot and I'm thinking that probably out of all of those 14 I think it'll take um, I think Emma Stone will get the acting wrong I think it it will uh, it'll probably win best picture you're probably right I've been thinking about it a lot lately even though my gut thinks Moonlight still god again with your gut I'm I know it worked last year for me, but this year I'm not as confident. <coughs> you see, th- this is La La Land trophy right here. <laughs> it's just, I, I don't, I just, just the way that it's feeling right now, the atmosphere and the way the other shows have gone. <laughs> I'm feeling La La Land right now. Yes, it's, it's probably good. But it won't take. I think the thing, and I, I think they might. I think they might give uh, Chazelle a director too. Probably. 
So other than that, though, oh, wide open field. I yep. think there's a lot of com- competition this year. Uh, one, of the, uh, there were a bunch of uh, snubs, I guess, if you want to call them. Eh, were but they really though? No, there weren't. Also, hashtag Oscars not so white anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, better diversity than last year. I think that 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 coincides with there being a lot of really really strong diverse movies this yep. year. You have Moonlight with pretty. Uh, you have with, with, with Moonlight. You have hidden fe- figures and and, and you have and you have and you have Lion. Yeah, all all with really really strong black leads and stories about and then black Dev Patel. characters and Dev Patel. Yes, as well, and it's as yeah, it's 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 a change from last year. It's a change. That being in the type, said, it's a change in the type of movies that are being. That made. being said, and I not in this the, to you after off, uh, off of the podcast too. Yeah, not is that choose. Forget about all of this is if La La Land sweeps because then the story will be that the white movie won. Right. <laughs> so just brace yourself, guys. Oh, and uh, that's lastly, gonna be the discord. last thing to do is we're going to talk about the Oscars for now is that I am so glad Illumination did not get the nom. Yeah, that's uh, snubbed for animation because yep. it's a favorite category of year on our podcast. Yes. So uh, that does mean I'm that still Disney, picking Moana here. Yes, Disney does get the two yeah. uh, noms. Moana and, and Moana Zootopia and are both nominated. Uh, and... Pixar did not get nominated. No, but what but, did get a nod in the short for Piper. Yes, which it will win. Piper is amazing. Yes, Piper is good. All right, uh, let's get to actual news. Yeah, again. yeah, we should. All right, let's stick with Disney then. Okay. Uh, because we have some Star Wars news. Do we? Yes, we do. Yes, we, we actually do. have the Star Wars news. Yep. Episode 8 has a title now. And it's all right. It's The Last Jedi. The, the Last Jedi. Jedi. Yes, the last Jedi. Yes, in the stream. Just a little. It just, just pushes off. The last Jedi. It's yes. about Volkswagen failing his company, and the last car they manufactured. The last Yeti. The last. This Yeti. is following in the about stream the of sequels Snowman. in the Last Samurai, <laughs> the Last Kiss Goodnight, yes. uh, the Last of the Mohicans, <laughs> the Last of Us. <laughs> Last Guardian. Last Guardian. <laughs> Anyways, uh, jokes aside, yes, the really only takeaway here is, of course, is Jedi singular or plural? And we won't know until international release. We probably won't know. It's probably plural. Thinking about how that basically there's multiple Jedi's now. They Even would, if they are technically Sith, they're Jedi's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and plus, I mean, that's pretty much calling it that is pretty much this is the movie where Luke dies. They might as well just call it that. Yeah. Right? Because that's basically what you're telling fans. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> expect Luke to die. Expect Luke to die. Also expect them to somehow write off Leia. They're, they're, they don't really have a choice now, do they? Uh, I mean, they have to at least kind of... Acknowledge. Acknowledge it in some way. Yeah. But I'm not really sure how they would do Unless that. Unless she was already written to die off. I don't know. And no one knows because they keep the, the, those things... Under lock and frickin' key, yes. the Star Wars scripts. So nobody knows. Basically, they they will sue the hell out of anyone <laughs> yes. who the mentions f- hell. the Pharrell. <laughs> the Pharrells. They'll sue the Pharrell out of them. Yep. If anybody leaks those secrets. So yeah, no. It's, no one will know until that thing comes out. Alright. Uh, other movie news. Yes. Let's talk about Sony. Must we? we actually, we must. We must. Is Twasn't it? Is it Twasn't 2017 looking any better for them? Uh, so far. 
No. No. All right. What so, in addition to the Sony Entertainment boss, Michael Linton, leaving in order to become the chairman of Snap Inc. Inc. I snapped. You mean you switch? 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 switch. Okay. Switch. Like that. What happened? Uh, so, uh, Snap Inc. is, of course, Snapchat. Oh. Okay. Yes. That makes more sense now. <laughs> there we go. So in addition to uh, Michael Linton leaving to become Snapchat boss To become man, Snapchat. Got it. Yep. He merges. <laughs> With the technology. Yep. Uh, Sony Corp is actually listening to bank pitches about a potential sale in its film and TV operations. So we mentioned last, at the end of last year yeah. how the film and TV division might merge with the PlayStation division and just become one entertainment division. And now they're going to jettison it? That's what it's looking like. Wow. Or at least they will They will take pitches about it. That would be kind of crazy. Here's the crazy part. CBS CEO, Leslie Moonvest. Hey, Moonvest. Yes. <laughs> has long singled interest in acquiring the asset of Sony Entertainment. Huh. Although, there are several Chinese bidders that could turn heads their way. Wanda Group, perhaps? Uh, there you go. If they're looking for a TV division? Ah, oh, man. I mean, there's some sense that that makes. So, yeah. sure, yeah, I guess that's not as crazy as initially I thought it would be. But, yeah, well, here's change. Well, here's how Sony plays out now. As of right now, yeah, it ended 2016 with only eight percent of the market share, right, which puts it fifth in terms of studios, right. Actually, I think sixth is out of the top five. Uh, Sony actually hasn't committed to the sale yet because it wants to see how Sony's movies will perform during the summer. Yeah, this is including Spider-Man: Homecoming. Even though they're not making it, they still get the profits, and. Specifically mentioned in the article, the Emoji Movie. Oh, right. Uh, which is set to release at the end of the summer, August 4th. However, the reason they're holding off on that is because, quote, they think they have a franchise and it might help them get a better price. End quote. They think that thing's going to be a franchise? They think the Emoji them? Movie could be a franchise. Patrick Stewart is shit. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. Oh. Stewart is shit. I have that down here in my other <laughs> casting notes. He's the poop emoji. Yes, Sir Patrick Stewart. I swear we talked about that last week. I think we... I think we did. I don't know if we actually talked about it or if we just like... I think like, we brought it up. I know we brought, brought up the emoji movie but because I, of the I, death I'm commercial. pretty sure we talked about Patrick Stewart as poop. Okay. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we talked about that. You get higher? And higher. Alright, you're gonna break the microphone if you do that. <laughs> Sorry. So, yes. I need to work on my Bobby Monahan. Sorry. Anyways. Anyways, yeah, Sony's looking to possibly sell the entertainment portion by yeah. the end of the year. Alright, sure. Whatever they want to do. Man, I didn't think that when they said they were gonna consolidate, this is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It's like... It's they're, just, they're going down. They're going, down. They, they really meant it. Going around. Hey, you know what? If that, they get so lean, like where pretty much PlayStation is running the entire company, 
then I guess I'm okay with that. It'd be PlayStation and television. Yeah, they're pretty much already doing that. So it's pretty much the PlayStation division oh, is keeping and, that and entire so company alive. Music. Oh, yeah, and then record label. Yeah, well, which yeah. we'll get to that later. That's actually we will. Later. We will talk about yes. that later, won't we? Yeah, we will. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, um, so we're going to... Uh, I'm going to call it, this may be, Sony may be our story for 2017. Okay, why? Uh, because just see how this goes. Just to see how this plays out. Yeah, that could be That could be something. What if the Emoji movie totally bombs? Then are they screwed? Basically, yes. <laughs> Alright, cool. Not cool. Oh, what about Spider-Man Homecoming? Like we said, they only get the yeah, profits from that. Yeah, I guess so. What so if, we'll help them subsidize some I of the said, what if that bombs? I'm like, what are those no, words are coming out of my mouth? That's a Marvel Spider-Man. That's not going to happen at all. That is a Marvel Spider-Man no, movie. There's no way people won't see that movie. <laughs> Anyways. It stars Michael Keaton. Star- stars. Yes. Stars Michael Keaton. I'm using air quotes for yes. those of you listening to the audio version. Um, what else do we have in music? Movie news. Uh, movie we, news. Uh, we actually have the... Movie. Uh, in movie news, we have the current war. The Kurt Warner? The, the current war that's going on. The current war? Yes, the current war. Okay, what is the war? It's the, cur- it's the current war. Is it a war on currents? What do, you, what do you mean the war on currents? Like, currents? Like, water? Uh, back and forth? Close. Some mad-ass currents? Uh, don't think water, think... Electricity. Okay, tell me what this is. So, uh, the current war <laughs> stars Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, this is a movie? Yes. Okay. What'd you think this was? Oh, is this the Tesla Edison movie? Yes. Got it, okay. Uh, closely. Uh, Benedict... Benedict Cumberbatch is okay. Thomas Edison. Is in Michael Shannon is George Westinghouse. Oh, and Nicholas Holt is Nikola Tesla. Oh, so all three of them. Yes. All right, cool. In Alfonso <laughs> Gomez Rejon upcoming film, The Current War. The Current War. Currently it's filming a, in London. It's a pretty good name. Yeah. All right. It's pretty good name. <laughs> the Current War. Yep. Uh, I mentioned this because look for it coming out at the end of this year. Okay. Possibly Oscars. It's got some good actors in it. Maybe. It's got a good director behind it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how things too play Too early out. to tell. Too early to tell, but we'll see how things play out. I mean, yeah, it is too early because we were looking at, um, what do we call it? Uh, Birth of a Nation this time last year. Exactly. And how Nothing, wrong we're we? Nowhere to be seen. So yeah. So who knows? Yep. And lastly, we have some uh, quick fire lightning round casting news. Right. Lightning round. All right. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes. Set to start as Black Adam in DC Shazam film. This will Shazam. be two films, by the way. Okay. Uh, Tim Miller set to direct the new Terminator movie. Okay. Being overseen by the one James Cameron. The one James Cameron. And the only one. The one and only James yes. Cameron. Uh, Michael Doherty of okay. Krampus has already written, but now he's set to direct Godzilla 2. Okay. Which is going to coincide with the upcoming Kong Skull Island. So right. So that way in 2019. Yes, there's a crossover. A, yes, we get the crossover of Kong vs. Godzilla. Godzilla. Yep. King Kong vs. Godzilla movie. Yep. 
Uh, Martin Freeman joins Black Panther as the role he was in Civil War. That makes sense. Sir Patrick Stewart, voicing the poop emoji in the Emoji movie. Yeah, again, I think we talked about that. And Stephen Gagin, uh, current, Gagin. Yes, the current Gold director, yeah. uh, coming out this weekend, is currently attached to write and direct The Division. Wait. Yes, The Division. Wait. Yes. Like the, like the game? Like the Ubisoft game? Specifically from Ubisoft, yes. Really? Yes. What is that movie going to be about? I don't know. Is it just going to be stars, a dude shooting something? It's, to set, to, points? it's like, set to star Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain. Possibly about how what? and when the virus breaks out. Black Friday. Yes, and the uh, <laughs> the pursuing... Um, the on-suing? On, on-suing plot <laughs> behind it. Or in front of it? Because of it. Sure. In lieu of it? I just don't think that there's enough story in that game. But whatever. It's not your story to write or direct. Good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. And lastly in movies, <laughs> we saw a movie. We did. All right, we'll be brief about this. We saw the McDonald's movie. Uh, so yeah, we saw The Founder. Yes. With Michael Keaton. Yes. And immediately after, we got McDonald's. Well, he did. Oh, yeah. So... Which you can see on my stream. <laughs> so that movie uh, it is, is, of course, about the quote, founding, unquote, of McDonald's. Yes. Or more accurately, uh, my the Keaton character, Ray Kroc, kind of steals it yeah. from the idea and, and basically kind of franchises out and becomes his company. Yep. And it becomes the McDonald's we know today. Um, so the concept there, the, concept the story, the true story behind all of this is fascinating. Yes. There's a lot of really interesting drama there. There's a lot of interesting characters. There's a lot of stuff that happened in real life that would make a really good movie. This is uh, not that movie. <laughs> this is the Hollywood version of that movie. And boy, is it one of the most egregious examples of that thing you just said. Yes. The script is super melodramatic and super stilted. It feels really awkward in spots. The dialogue is not great. People don't say these words that were said. <laughs> it's like, it's just one of those, like, by the numbers scripts and it could have been so much better with what they had to work with the first half of this movie i thought huh this is a good entre- entrepreneur movie yeah i kind of like this i should tell my dad about this then about halfway it flipped and i was like oh what the hell what happened where'd everything go yeah it's almost like two different movies yeah. it's almost like the beginning is like let's t- tell this happy story about how a company got founded and then the second half is, let's talk talk about this really dark story where this guy screws over people. Which I think is <laughs> part of the reason, because money is the root of all evil. And boy, is it rooting its weird, ugly head in But I think movie. there's so much a better way to tell that story. In fact, if you compare it to a good one of this story, which is The Social Network. Yes. Social Network has done well. It does it so much better because there's an arc. There's an actual character arc that makes sense for the character. You can you, see the changes in the character. You, you also don't hate Jesse don't Eisenberg by the end of it. By the end of this yeah. movie, I hated Ray Kroc. It's weird because that movie takes basically a person who, like, uh, talking about Social Network, it takes a person that objectively is kind of a kind of a dirtbag. Yes. Like, everything about it is kind of a dirtbag, but they tell it in a way where you can sympathize with them. It's the complete opposite here. You know going in that Ray Kroc's a jerk. Right. You expect to dislike him. 
they don't do anything to dis- like dissuade you from that nor do they empathize like with the character at all he basically starts out kind of endearing but the endearing stuff is kind of swept under the rug it's like it's like the, well, the sentiment is like oh no he's just a perfectionist oh he's just a little OCD and then they completely forget that stuff well they start him <laughs> off as a traveling salesman yeah. a dying breed and he and like they, they only dwell on like oh he might be an alcoholic by using like little bits and pieces in yes. the story but they never commit to it yep they never address it it's like they never even like they like there's like insinuation that he may have been um Having Mark an affair. Keaton, I think Michael well, Keaton just married. wanted to drink during this movie. I <laughs> Maybe so. I don't know. He wanted to hint at stuff but never commit. Yeah, you're right. He sounds drunk through the entire movie, by the way. Also. I just don't know if that's just how Michael Keaton talks normally. When I first heard this movie coming out, I thought this was going to be the Oscar movie. After no. seeing it, God, they it's messed not. up. They messed up a potentially good movie. So, again, I, I mean, not again, I guess, in this case. I want to clarify... I didn't think it was terrible. Yes. I thought it was watchable, but it's just the potential for... A better a movie. Really high quality, good, like like high caliber movie is in there somewhere. There's a good movie in that story, and maybe in 15 years somebody will make it, make it but this is not that. This is the Ashton Kutcher, Steve Jobs movie. Exactly, compared to the one they're going to make in two years. They already made that movie. No, I, you know what I mean. Yes. One of this they're going to make in however long. It's just I don't think that's yes. going to happen. But, yeah. This is not the Michael Fassbender, Steve Jobs movie. But, yeah. The, the Kutcher one. The best part about seeing this movie was <laughs> you going through the drive-thru in McDonald's, telling the McDonald's guy that you saw the founder, and, and I'm pulling the up to the window, and he says, I didn't know that movie was out yet. <laughs> yes. As great, if, great job marketing, guys. As if they had been briefed or something. Yeah. Like, like if management had been like, by the way, there's a McDonald's movie coming out, guys. We're going to be busy. <laughs> just No, just, just as if, like, to get, give, prepare them, like, to not see it or something. Like, don't yes. don't see this. This is a thing. Don't listen to its lies. Don't listen to its alternative facts. <laughs> Twice you made that reference. <laughs> it's, it's not going to so, be the last time. It's so good, though. I have to keep doing it. Sorry for the last time I'm going to use it tonight. All right, let's no. move on to movie, uh, to TV now. To whatever we're talking about. Television. Television. We have sports to catch up on. Well, kind of. Yeah. We have our Super Bowl. Yes. Fellas, uh, and ladies and If you were a betting man and else. you took my advice, you yes. would have been right. So, yeah, we called it. I called it. Well, we agreed. Yes. The New England Falcons will take over <laughs> the Atlanta Patriots. Wait. Mm-mm. No. No. No, you got a little dyslexic I, there. I know what I said. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's uh, Falcons at Patriots. Yep. Well, actually, neither at, at either because they're in Super Houston. At, at Houston. Yes, I think. Although I do think <laughs> New England does get the home field advantage okay. because they do have the better record. Uh, yep. Fair enough. So yeah, uh, that could be an entertaining game depending on whether the Falcons could pull it out. Yep. I, uh, based high off scoring this past, game at least. Hopefully, yeah. Based off the, this past weekend, hopefully it's a high scoring game. So I'm looking forward to a, like an s- exciting shootout. Yes. that's what I want this thing to be. Is just constant touchdowns. Speaking of exciting <laughs> shootouts, yes. This weekend is the NHL All Star Game. Yes, very accurate. And none other than Carly Rae Jepsen will be there. And so will I. And so will you. At least I will try to take be a there. picture of Carly for me. 
And, and then just love all over it. I'm sorry? You will love all over it. Uh, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. You're going to say that's your screensaver and your background and put it up put a poster on your wall. I'm going to do none of those things. Put it on a heart-shaped probably. blanket? A heart-shaped box. Heart-shaped, right. yes. Right. Anyways. Heart-shaped box? <laughs> heart-shaped pillow. Heart-shaped pillow. Heart-shaped heart. Heart-shaped heart? Heart-shaped heart. So two hearts put together to yeah. make a heart shape? Yeah. Yes. Heart you know, you know that's shaped like... heart. That's, that's the Roxy symbol. I thought the heart was the heart symbol was because that's what a lady's butt looks like, which has been a no. The heart symbol was originated <laughs> from from because the organ the the heart organ, if you put two heart really? organs together it looks like I a... always heard it it was about the lady's butt. No. I thought it was the the bosom could be like this. I thought it was a lady butt because it goes like this. Whatever. Either way. Who's <laughs> goes down with a point at the bottom? It, it's pointing. There's no the belly button. point at the bottom in this case. It's just, just so confused. They, I guess they needed to conclude the it somehow. The organ makes so much more sense. <laughs> no, I don't think it does. Does it does? Duck, duck, duck. <laughs> duck, duck, duck. Organ ducks. Or, 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 or the beavers. Oregon. Or, Oregon beavers. Oregon. Okay, oh we, need, we need to move on. We need to move on. This is this is a bad conversation. All right, uh, back to the Super Bowl. It's bad. Back to the Super Bowl. Uh, we will see Lady Gaga not only perform halftime yes. shows, but we also know who will be singing the national anthem. Yes, we do. Go for it. The Luke Bryant. So, Luke Bryant. Yes. Country music superstar. And love of my girlfriend's life. Sure. Was that, was... One of many. Yeah, yes, one of many. Well, because her actual... Second, second we'll also be there. Boyfriend will So be basically if she there. goes to this game, she will like cry and die yeah. and cry and die. Die and cry. In that order. Yes. Uh yeah, so Super Bowl. Yep. That's, That's happening. Two weeks. Um, also, a uh, follow up story from last week. Clippers lost. Clippers lost. Uh, so there she goes. No longer And speaking of losing However they won last night apparently because I saw Papa John's email. Yeah. 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 Uh, speaking of losing Usain Bolt lost. A medal. Yes. They took one away. They took it away. Yep. Because his teammate done cheated. Yep. Yep. But hey, what are you going to do? Yours, Usain Bolt. I don't think it's really that much skin off your back. Nope. Uh, there's three and eight medals and nine medals. It's not really that much of a difference. No. <laughs> not Especially really. in running. Yeah, when you're pretty much the guy. Yes, when your name is still... No direct competition. You wake up and your name is still Usain Bolt. Yeah, you really don't have to worry about it. Yep. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's go back to the NFL. Sure. And let's talk about the red zone. Because... NFL red zone? Yeah, now that the NFL red zone is over for the season... Yes. They released their stats. Okay. Boy, were they fascinating. All right. So, the red zone saved viewers... From 35 hours of commercials this season. There you go. Because uh, the average game runs between 60 and 65 minutes of commercials right. during the game. And they do two blocks back-to-back, the 10 a.m. and the 1 p.m. games. For 17 weeks, you get 35 hours. Yep. Uh, 68% of people said that they believe TV networks have actually increased the number of ads during a football game. Sure. Although, it really hasn't. Huh. This is just perceived game delays, which causes uh, each nationally televised game an average of 16.5 million viewers to tune in. Hmm. 
Compare that last year to okay. 17.9. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're talking about a loss of 1.5 million viewers yeah. over the course of a year. Uh, this actually has some team owners, specifically the, the Baltimore Ravens, to possibly take a reduction in income in order for the owners and players... Uh, income for the owners and players in order to improve viewership and experience by there being less ads. Okay. Yeah, balance it out a little bit. Right. Because according to the owner, they are, quote, tired of kick, uh, going to commercial, coming back, kicking off, going to commercial, yep. coming back. Yeah. Which has been the kind of the case for a while now. Right. Yeah. And said... Well, they do that outside of the initial kickoff. Yeah. After the initial kickoff, everything after that is kickoff, commercial kickoff. Yeah. And then every time there's a change of possession, TV timeout. Every time <laughs> there's uh, injury on the field, TV timeout. Yeah. Right after a score, TV timeout. There's a lot of commercials in the game that makes it longer than it should be. Yeah. So even though teams do get a benefit of having TV timeouts... Uh, they feel that it not only loses viewership, but they're willing to sacrifice revenue in terms of gaining viewership yeah. and fans. Because if nobody's watching the games, then it defeats the purpose of uh, televising them. Yep. So yeah, it's probably something they should take a look at. But I think just as it stands, sports on television are always going to be about advertising. It's just right. that's how they do it. It's why they do it. Well, why don't they do this? I mean, I know soccer does this because there are no timeouts in soccer. Yeah. Unless they call it. But they put their ads around the stadium. Yeah, I mean, and you can do that in football. I mean, it's only probably a matter of time until they do do that in football. I know they do that in hockey. It's in every other sport. Right. But because there's a lot of stoppage. Yeah. That's why it makes the games feel longer than it should be. You're right. Yeah. There's just so many ads on the outside of it that they don't need to put them on the inside of it. Yep. Anyways. Anyways. Look out. Be sure to watch ads for the Super Bowl. Right. They're amazing. <laughs> yes. That is more <laughs> of our, uh, what we usually talk about here. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, we'll but, talk about ads. <laughs> but yeah, we'll talk more about that next week because that will be the show before the Super right. Bowl. Right. Um, all right. Let's talk about uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, season three has been delayed. Yeah. Because of Dan Harmon. Right. Specifically, Dan Harmon. Yes. Quote, yeah, we fucked up. End Super. quote. Uh, well, sorry, he goes on to say that it's hard to put your finger on how we fucked up. <laughs> uh, because Rick and Morty keeps taking longer and longer to write, and I don't know why. Because they come up with good concepts, but they didn't know how to finish the episode. Yeah, it's, it's probably a hard show to write, because literally anything can happen. Right. <laughs> they literally have an open box. Yeah. And <laughs> do whatever they want. You close the box. And also, the box. they're probably both perfectionists. Yes. Also, this is so, animated. Exactly. So even after they write it, it still needs to be animated. Yeah, they have to commit. Yes. So look for it coming sometime this year, he said. Yeah. Probably late in the fall summer, for sleeps. Maybe, yeah, or, or summer. Yep. Uh, I mean, or fall. Well, yeah, I, I mean, they don't have to worry about sweeps. They're in cable. Right. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, and uh, Stephen Colbert has been tapped to host the 2017 Emmys. Tap, tap. Tap, tap. Yeah, that'll be good. Now let's talk about SNL here. Yeah, uh, season sorry. Yep. Um, made his hosting debut. Did pretty well. 
good opening monologue. It was a pretty solid show. Uh, I, I like all the sketches running through it. Um, even the Chuck E. Cheese one at the end. Yeah, no, that was so, silly. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. there's a twist on their uh, typical uh, mechanical joke that they always do. Yeah. It seems to be a running joke of dressing uh, up in mechanical. Yeah. But it worked here. It looks good. I liked it. Yeah, solid show. Uh, probably my favorite of the season. Yeah. Uh, it was real good. And Aziz and Sorry should come back again. Yes. And again. I think he will, uh, especially with Master of None. He's built for that thing. He's built for hosting a show like that. It's amazing how good of a job he did for his first time. He could probably just be a cast member if he wasn't. In an alternate universe, I'm sure he would have been. I'm sure he's tried out at some point. Oh, yeah, I bet. Everybody who is on a show on television, practically, (laughs) probably has tried out for SNL at some point. Yes. It's only Keenan who's been able to stay on there forever. (laughs) Right. Because family. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Yeah. Uh, Entertaining show this week. Catch it if you missed it. Oh, that's actually not why I have SNL on here. Okay. Uh, Because also Alec Baldwin is set to host SNL. Yeah. February 11th. That'll be the next, the show after next, the next show will be uh, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Wiig. No, Kristen Stewart. Kristen, well, I'm skipping the rerun week. Oh. Kristen Stewart and, uh, what's the band? It's not Ed Sheeran because that's the No, Ed Sheeran's week. playing with, uh, with um, Alec Baldwin. Yep. Which, by the way, this will be Alec Baldwin's 11th hosting. And he which is, sets the new record. Yep, it's the new record. New record. So he is now the most, most, the most, hostess of the most. Most of the most. Hostess of the most. Which means, don't be surprised if you see a Steve Martin. Oh, Mark yeah. Cameo. Oh, yeah. They can't not at this point. Yes. It has to be, it's such a recurring gag now. Also, a Tom Hanks cameo. Yeah, Tom Hanks is Steve Martin. Yep. Pretty much guaranteed. John Goodman. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. But yeah, uh, so a couple of couple of strong shows coming. Uh, I saw one idea floating on the internet is what if you just did it the entire, the entire show thing as Donald as Trump. Donald Trump. That would be pretty. I I would be okay with that. I I mean, yeah, I guess I yeah I would be okay with that. Right. <laughs> but okay, so the actual reason I have SNL written on here. Though, okay. God damn it! What right. uh, SNL writer Katie Rich? Oh yeah. Yes, uh, got backlash from a tweet and has been suspended indefinitely from SNL. Yeah. Even though she has since apologized from the tweet, and basically is being swept under the right now, and nobody, everyone's forgotten about it. Yeah. She still does not have her job back. Yeah. Indefinitely. Yeah, I'm not even sure. It's nothing Did I read was actually no, nothing that I read actually showed it. Oh, the tweet was quote, uh, Baron will be this country's first homeschooled shooter. Oh, you laughed. <laughs> well, well. So, so the joke, of course, Baron Trump, being the youngest of the Trump, ten years children, old, is only ten. So yeah, that's a little rough. Yes. Um, and not only is it going towards the first family, ugh, first family Trump. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, it also going towards school shootings. Yeah, so it's kind of it's a rough joke. Yes. So I could see why. There could be some problems there. It just seems a little strange for a show that's pretty much spent the entire season taking a big crap on Donald Trump. Yes, I get it because it's different because this is his this, child this go and he is ten far. years old. Yes. So yeah, it's one of those. It is one of those things where you do have to kind of take keep in mind that it is different things make this a little bit more sensitive than others. Um, other jokes you could make about the about that family. So yes, sure. 
Um, I mean, firing her for this? She's not fired. She's suspended. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's it's (laughs) tough. It's definitely tough because I, you know, you can't obviously tell, you know, a company what they're allowed to do with their own writers. You know, if they, if they think that's crossing a line, then yeah, sure. Then I guess that's crossing a line. Yep. But we'll see. Hopefully uh, she will come yeah, back. Yeah, she finds her and, feet. Yeah. Cause I'm sure she did good job. I'm sure, I'm sure she did good work on the show, even though the way that show works is we'll never know who wrote what, who but, wrote, she but has unless been they there, say so. So uh, it said that she has been there. I think it says, for either, either for four years or since 2011. So pretty much since most of this cast. Yes. Started. Okay, that makes sense. All okay. right. Uh, that brings us to our renewals. Yes. So we have last. Uh, I'm sorry. This is us. The Last it's, of Us. The yes. television show. The television show on NBC. This is yes. us. This it's is us. One and two seasons. Yeah. No surprise there. It's it's a Golden Globe nominated hit. So, Winner, I think, too. Yeah, I don't think it won anything. Oh, uh, they're just nominated? Yeah, I think they were just nominated. Right. But yeah, um, yeah, that thing, I guess, has been doing well enough to warrant that. Yep, so get more, you get more, Mandy Moore. Yep. M O O R M O O R E. Also getting renewed is Sneaky Pete. Sneaky the Pete. Upcoming Amazon show, original yes. show. Has not debuted yet. No, but it. They will give it a second season. Sneaky Pete. That's Brian Cranston in that, right? Top Chef. Yes. 15th season. Coming up. Top Chef returns. Yep. Uh, also, The Librarians on TNT gets a fourth season. Still around. And The Middle on ABC yep. gets another season. Yep. Making this its what number? Uh, fourth. Ninth. Wait, What? Ninth season. Wait, 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 what? That thing has been on for nine seasons. Are you kidding me? That show has been on for nine years? Yes. <laughs> what happened? How is that possible? It's ABC. That show has officially ran longer than Scrubs. We don't count the ninth season. Exactly. That's my point. So, well, yes. <laughs> That's crazy! I didn't know that that show, show had been on for so long. Nine I thought it was seasons. like maybe five years old. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, the more you know. And lastly, in renewals, <laughs> Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah, that's After being on Bravo, or NBC and then Bravo, for 100 episodes starting in 2003... They'll be Netflix. rebooting and retooling it for Netflix. 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 So that's happening. Yep. And now the deaths, the people that left us. All right. We have Miguel Ferrer, age 61, actor for NCIS Los Angeles, and Crossing Jordan. Yeah. We also have Butch Trucks. What? Butch Truck. Butch, Butch, Butch Trucks. Okay. Age 69, drummer for the Almond Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. And lastly, happened today, Mary Tyler yeah. Moore. That's the rough one. Of the Mary Tyler Moore Show. And other things. And yes. the Dick Van Dyke Show. Mostly known for her sitcoms. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, aged 80. Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, yeah. I mean, she, she was... 
lived she's, a pretty full life. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, when you think of, you know, important television sitcoms, both of those shows are on that list. Yep. I mean, you know, we I'm sure we've talked about it on this very podcast before when we were talking about pilot episodes. Yes. But the pilot of the Mary Tyler Moore show is the one that you show your writing students Always. to say, here, this is the perfect pilot for a television show. It establishes all the characters. It establishes the, the tone, tone. And the it establishes loss, your true protagonist in the best possible way. Yes. It all does it in a really tight 30 minutes. Yep. And it's just, it's still, it's still better than most pilots can ever be. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and she was, yeah, she was definitely important in the creation of that show. She was the one that, you know, really wanted that thing to be about a single woman and didn't want it to be, you know, cliche, uh, the cliche at the time of a widow and didn't want it to be so much about the relationship. Either a widow or about a young 20-something right. looking for love it's, in a workplace. She wanted that show to be about a actual single woman working and making it. Yep. And that's what she did. And it became that because she made it that way. And it changed television in a lot of key ways. We wouldn't have a lot of sitcoms if it wasn't for what she did. So, yeah, um, definitely a legend in TV. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on. Yep. Uh, move, uh, video games? Uh, video games. Video games? You've been playing a video game. I have. We'll get to that later. Okay. Uh, Zelda. Yes. Get some more news about Zelda. The upcoming Zelda game. Breath of the Wild. Yes. Batwa. Uh, apparently, this will have multiple endings, Ooh. depending on the quest you complete and other criteria. Okay. Um, this, uh, according to uh, an early walkthrough book, this will have 120 shrine mini dungeons. It's a lot. 900 Korok seed puzzles. I don't 76 know that side quests, <laughs> in addition to optional side challenges, Whew. mini games, unlockables. Easter eggs, the actual story, Jeez. and the dungeons, and all the equipment, and the characters. So, of course, this goes right after, did you see the map comparison? Yes. That they put out for this thing? It's like four times the size of Skyrim. Yeah. And according <laughs> to people, uh, they were worried that it would just be a bunch of running around in trees before you come across a village, and according to those who had played it with the Switch on the yeah. launch... It's not like that. Yeah. This thing is jam-packed. Yeah, it seems kind of crazy. It's, it sounds like how much stuff is in this game. So, yeah. I guess people who are into this kind of game, you guys are going to play at it for a pretty long time. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, however, what you won't be playing for a long time is Matan Cohen Studios games. I... What? <laughs> uh, this is the creator who of... This is the creator of The Art of Stealth, and yet another of the long line list of creators on Steam who fight with their users. Got it. Okay. (laughs) No wonder I haven't heard of these guys. Long story short, they even had family and friends, or family and friends, Uh create accounts to try and boost um, (sighs) ratings. Okay. And Steam found out, they kicked them out, and now they're folding as a studio. Yep. Sounds about right. That's what happens. Uh, but a studio that is not folding is EA. Uh-huh. But they will, however, once again, be bowing out of E3 to host yeah. their own 
EA Plays, which will take place in LA June 10th through the 12th. Right before E3, yep. June 13th yep. through the 15th. Yep. You don't need to be there anymore. If you're that big, you can do your own event and dominate the headlines for a day. Yep. It's just, it's easier now. And uh, lastly, Nintendo did a surprise treehouse, or rather a reveal, for the upcoming Fire Emblem. Yeah, we briefly brought this up last week. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. So there will be three games, including a mobile Fire Emblem Heroes, Yep. Uh, coming out February 2nd, a 3DS, Fire Emblem Echoes Fire of Valencia, <laughs> and a Switch, Fire Emblem Warriors, which will, you assume is going to be like Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, it's a, it's a uh, uh, Dynasty Warriors game. Yes. Um, other, ga- other gaming news includes the Actor Strike, continuing. Yep. As it goes on 96 Keeps days. Keeps on keeping on. Uh, this is the, uh, currently the 90... I saw what was yesterday. So it's the 97th day of the actor's strike uh, against select video game companies, which is now the second longest in the history of SAG. Yeah. Uh, it tops the 95-day strike of 1980 that established contract terms for pay TV and video cassettes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Been a while. <laughs> Uh, the ongoing strike actually has a way to become the longest in guild history. Guess how long? 100 days. 183 days. Wow. That's actually pretty long. Yep. Um, it's actually been two months since uh, SAG-AFTRA uh, put up its last picket line uh, and residuals remain, like, once again, the key issue in the strike, which began way back on October 21st. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, they are, uh, at least I saw some reports saying that they will once again go on strike on the 2nd, February 2nd, okay. or sometime in February. Got it. And lastly, we actually have some uh, some uh, Xbox Scorpio news. Yeah, a little bit, or I guess calling it news is a bit of a stretch. Yes. So, Digital Foundry uh, reveals that Scorpio is ditching memory... Uh, for lower latency, uh, in exchange for lower latency, by increasing its bandwidth. This is so that... So in layman's terms... In layman's terms, <laughs> you can't have Scorpio-only games. Yeah. That's Which, basically what it says. Well, I mean, and technically, Xbox... Uh, they that That's the story they've been telling since they revealed that thing. Right. It's the same thing that Sony said, is this will be kind of a way to enhance games that they would be putting on the main console anyways right but here's the thing though that it will only give it a four and a half times boost to compute power it suggests that the 1080p engines will scale so that they'll scale nicely to 4k but the reality is that the xbox one titles render at 900p so they're already scaling up not all of them to be fair yes to be fair here when there are some games that run natively in 1080 on Xbox One, we're not saying that they're not. Right. It's just that a lot of major first-party releases and a lot of major third-party releases are not making it up there, at least on the Xbox One. Right. Um, this is going to be troubling for what it does the 4K release because that's yeah. a five and three-quarter times 
increase in pixel count. And consider this, is Microsoft also said that this thing was going to be able to pump out native 4K. Not true anymore. Yeah, I don't think that's it. They've actually backpedaled on Yeah, which is smart because you can do it. So even the PS4 Pro in certain games can do native 4K. Right. But certain games, that's key. Yes. Like that music game Thumper. I think the Jack and... Uh, not Jack and Axel. I do that every single time. Ratchet and Clank. Yes. That can do native 4K. But there's a lot of games that cannot. Because it just can't yes. make it up there. Uh, the reason for this uh, software change... Not software. Hardware change. Yeah. Is so that if by targeting lower resolutions, it can allow developers to focus more on frame rate and graphic interface. Yeah, which is, I guess, smart because... If you go on to a gaming message board, the most like annoying thing is people talking about complaining about frame rates. Mm-hmm. That's what people want: frame rates, frame rates, frame rates, frame rates. Well, I guess people. I'm using people loosely here. People, like video game obsesses that they'll go on message board go and on, talk about this. The kind of gamer who will go on a message board and complain about games is that that person really likes frame rates. Yes, <laughs> I think they're crazy. But they are out there. I too think these people are crazy. And I look like frame rates every day. Yes, you literally do. I literally do. <laughs> it's part of my job. You have to care about frame rates. You don't even care. I don't even care. That's because you like movies, and movies only have 30 something frames. 24, Pat. Oh, that's right. TV is 30. <laughs> the hobbits are 60. You're a hobbit. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yes. Uh, people who complain uh, the difference between uh, whether it's showing it at 29.9 or 30 or 60 are crazy. So, you can see the difference yeah. between 30 and 60. You can. But between 30 and 24, <laughs> no. No. Between 30 and uh, 29.9, no. No. They're, they're, they're the crazy ones. Yeah. Who, so, who want pure 30, no. So I guess Microsoft is catering to them, which makes sense for them, so whatever. Um, I think this thing will still be an improvement over the current Xbox One, and it will probably be a bit better than the PlayStation Pro, at least in quality of performance. But really, though, the only people who are going to care are such a niche audience. Which is who they're going to target yeah. for this thing. Uh, of course they will, but... It's also going to be the people who want Xbox exclusives, which, right. as we keep reporting, are fleeting by yeah, the minute. Yeah, man. I don't even know what's left at this point. But yeah, a crackdown? We'll, we'll see coming three. They, they got to release exclusives. Crackdown? Yeah. Uh, crackdown, Halo, and... I'll play some Crackdown. It's been a while for Crackdown. I'll play some Crackdown. You want some Crackdown? Oh, I, I want some Crackdown. I, I know a guy. You got any of that Crackdown? I, I know a guy. <laughs> Got any more of that crackdown? Okay, what else do we got? And lastly, in video games, we're going to talk about the game that was released. Yes. That I've been playing, that I streamed for you. And thanks to Matt, fucked up the audio. Hey, I told you ahead of time, that is not my fault. I warned you. I literally even said, so before you use it, make sure you go and unmute it. I didn't realize that's what I had to do. I thought it was just for your settings. No, it's in the settings, in the system settings. Oh. I changed it. I didn't realize that. I thought it was just for your settings. No, it's not. So, yes, uh, for those of you who <laughs> happen to, or you can on YouTube, catch me playing Kingdom Hearts, muted. 
at least my my hip. So he talked to it. himself for about. You can see me dance forever, but yeah. you can't hear me make all my stupid dumb jokes. Because <laughs> uh, one of the opening worlds is uh, called the Dark World, and I made a Thor Dark World joke. Sure you did. And it was great. And yet no one can hear it. Okay, so review this game. This is, once again, it's an HD collection. These are three games in one. Wait, you haven't seen the name of it. He played Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Prologue. <laughs> HD Prologue. Final Chapter Prologue. Yes. Isn't it, it, yeah, isn't the name of this thing Final Chapter Prologue? Yes, Final Chapter Prologue. <laughs> Makes me so angry. So this game <laughs> includes Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, which is an HD version of the 3DS game. Right. It also includes Kingdom Hearts Zero Birth by Okay, Kingdom Hearts Zero Point Two. No, no, it's Kingdom Hearts <laughs> Birth by Sleep Zero Point Two Fragmented Passage, <laughs> which is what I've been playing. So you saw me streaming, right. and I will actually get back to that tonight and probably finish it. Zero Point Two. Yes. Because two point eight plus zero point two equals three. Equals three. I get it. It just it doesn't make me less angry. <laughs> and lastly, it comes with the movie of Kingdom Hearts X. I mean, key back cover, <laughs> which is the first thing I've watched uh, as soon as I downloaded it on Tuesday. Well, Monday night, Tuesday morning. Right. Such a good story. <laughs> Um, yes, so, uh, review of these, uh, games. So, the movie, I saw the first, left me wanting more. <laughs> but isn't that the mobile game, so don't you have that? Yes, but even though the end of the mobile game I've seen and I've played through, even though this was supposed to, like, this movie was supposed to, um, Sort of filled the gaps. Yeah. It did, but there were still more questions that it left you with. There were more with. gaps. It left more gaps than it filled. Uh, yep. Story of my life. Yep. Yeah, it's like your dating service. <laughs> really is. Yeah. More gaps than it fills. Yep. Um, <laughs> but other than that, it looked great. It looked like a, a uh, Square Enix movie. Sure. So, yeah, that looks good. Um, I have been playing through... I already played through uh, the 3DS version of Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. Right. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what the actual um, gameplay for that so is. So you haven't started that one yet? I've yet to start that because I want to get... You're finishing up the other one. I want to get through uh, point two first. Yeah. Because that runs on the PlayStation 4. Right. Specifically for the PlayStation 4. Yeah, apparently it has an unlocked frame rate in the Pro version. Yes, it does. So, I'm sure you're enjoying that. Speaking of frame rates. It, I am actually enjoying that. Uh, you couldn't hear me, but I kept commenting how beautiful that game looked. And how, I some at some point, I literally just stopped. So, I could just admire yeah. everything that was going on. It's a great looking... It's a good looking game. I like the customizable factor of it. Yeah. However, they're unlocked via challenges, which I don't like, but I get why they're there. Got it. Now, where this game differs from being an actual Kingdom Hearts game is that, one, you cannot customize the Keyblade. Two, it limits you on the magic spells. Mm -hmm. Three, 
it limits you on the types of moves you can actually do. Because it's a short experience, it's not meant to be a full game. Right. Basically, this is a tutorial and a glimpse of what Kingdom Hearts 3 can offer. Yeah, a, a preview. Yes. You could say. A prologue, in a sense. Yeah, Hey, also. <laughs> <laughs> so, in that sense, it doesn't stop. It makes me want more. It makes me excited for Kingdom Hearts 3. Right. As for it being an actual game experience, the experience I like because I'm kind of entering this weird completionist mode, I feel like I'm playing through the game once and then finishing it, and then I won't come back to it until right before Kingdom Hearts 3. Right. At which point, Kingdom Hearts 2, 2 1.5 and 2.5 will come out for the PS4, and then I will actually plan on doing this as streaming. <laughs> all the games in chronological order oh leading okay. up to the release of Kingdom Hearts 3 whenever that is announced. Whenever that is going to happen ever. Well, maybe. the reason I'm bringing this up is because we actually have some news <gasps> of Kingdom Hearts 3. Gasping. Coming tomorrow. Tomorrow. So, uh, actually I got word of this the backwards way. Um... So I got news that Marvel is going to have an announcement tomorrow at 10 a.m. Yeah. 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. I got that news first. Mm -hmm. Then I started looking up what it could be about. That's when I saw people saying, hey, Square Enix has a scheduled conference at that exact <laughs> same time. Got it. So people put one and two together. Okay. And it basically semi-confirmed. That Marvel will be in Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> that would be weird. That not, would not, be not that weird. weird because they already did um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, and they've done Tron. And they've done before. Tron twice. But they haven't done Star Wars yet. Here's the thing <laughs> there are actually rumors of Star Wars actually. Yeah, there's being always rumors, though. They, they had those rumors last time. Yes. The, for the like the Vita game, you know? It's like they, they, they've been saying this for forever. Right. So we'll see. Uh, we will both. see. We will see 7 a.m. tomorrow. 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. I don't know why you're putting that away. We have music I know. Left. Well, because you go first. <laughs> because, yes, we have... So there will be news tomorrow. Potentially on Kingdom Hearts 3 news. So we'll see. I'm sure you'll post it on the Facebook if something happens. Yes, I'll post that on the Facebook. And we'll talk about it on the podcast next week as well. Uh, it depends on how big the news is. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But other than that, um, that the actual game games. itself is... Yeah. I mean, if the 3DS version has any sense of how big the HD version is going to be, it's going to be pretty big. <laughs> That's a full game. Cool. That's a proper sequel to Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. Well. Well. We'll see. Let's go to music. All right. Uh, your billboard is where we start with music. Yes. And um, Ed Sheeran's? Hot 100, which is your singles list. Ed Sheeran drops to number two this week, oh. taking back up to number one. What the hell was that sound? Uh, oh. It's a weird sound. Is that oh. what else Ed Sheeran sounds like? No, no, no. That's what Migos sounds like. Oh, Migos. Uh, yeah, Bad and Bougie is your number one song again. Um, your album list, uh, a little bit of shit. Uh, was that the only switch between the two? Yeah. 
Just one or two yeah. flopped. Everything yeah. else did the same. One or two swapped. Um, and your album list pretty much pretty similar uh, to last week. Remains the same except for so your number one album is still Starboy by the weekend. I'm, I'm, I'm a star. Debuting at number two, right right above La La Land, uh, your number three is the new XX album I See You. So yeah, rounding out your top five is Moana at four and Twenty Four Karat Magic by Bruno Mars at five. And your new releases coming out. New releases. Music, we have Allison Crutchfield with Tourist yes. in This Town. Her first uh, solo album. Yes. Um, of course, she was was the singer in Swearin as well as one half of P.S. Eliot. Uh, we also have Cloud Nothings. Yeah. Uh, Life Without Sound. Uh, yeah, they're all right. Yeah. I like their first album. We have Japan Droids. They're pretty cool. Near to good the name, w- huh? That's a good name. Yeah, is that the first time you're hearing that? Yes, that's why it's on here. Yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, near to the wild heart of life. They make music that sounds like if Bruce Springsteen in an alternate universe was way into garage punk. Okay. It's just really like it's party music. It's party punk music. About like being super positive and talking about like women and drinking. So country song. But but punk. Oh okay. Punk, punk country. Yeah, it's it's really exuberant stuff, which makes it a really weird time to release it. Okay. <laughs> when everybody's kind of down to the dumps. Right. Uh, we also. But have, they're pretty cool. We also have Julie Byrne with "Not Even Happiness." Okay. Migos with "Culture." I bet that that's bad bougies on that thing. Probably. <laughs> we have P.O.S. with <laughs> Chill, Dummy. <laughs> P.O.S. And <laughs> lastly, the band Train. Yes. Has a new album. They, they sure do. Called A Girl, A Bottle, A Boat. I hate that name. I hate it. I heard their uh, new single off of that. It's... Oh, it's, it's, let uh, me let me stop you right there. Has Train ever been good? Drops of Jupiter. That song is not good. <laughs> uh, yes, it's they, catchy. It's catchy. It's catchy. Um, Soul Sister. That no, that's way worse. That's Night a, Drive. That's a terrible song. Or Drive By. Also a terrible song. Fifty ways to say goodbye. You're not gonna convince me. Also, I'm surprised you know so many Train songs. They're on my, oh yes, that's song playlist. That explains it. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Uh, moving on to actual music news. Music news. Gorillaz released a new song called Hallelujah Money. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. been a while for that, for that thing. Yeah. Damon Alburn. This means, uh... Crawls new, out of his cave. This means new Gorillaz. <laughs> Could confirmed. happen. Yeah, I mean, they're... Well, all but much, confirmed. Yeah, all but confirmed at this point. Like, we knew that there was something going on with that project. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul McCartney has officially filed lawsuit in New York against Sony ATV in order to regain his copyright ownership of the Beatles catalog. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about this way back in October, I think. Yeah, this was a story from last year. Yes. Um, trying really hard because, yeah, it's like he just he just wants to own it. And yep. rightfully so. He, he's one of those. Yep. Uh, the lawsuit notes that McCartney has been serving and recording termination notices for nearly a decade <laughs> in part to negotiate a new deal and better compensation agreements or, more specifically, just for the rights of the music. 
He just wants his yeah. uh, his babies back. Yeah. Baby back. His little babies. Baby back ribs. Yeah. Uh, quote, For years following service, the following service of the first termination notices, defendant gave no indication to Paul McCartney that they contested the the efficient efficiency yeah of Paul McCartney's termination notices uh, Sony states uh, McCartney's complaints has refused to provide confirmation of termination and has quote thus attempted to reserve the to reserve defendants right to assert that once Paul McCartney's termination goes into effect Paul McCartney will have breached his contractual obligations. Hmm. Uh, to defendants, rather than provide clear assurance to Paul McCartney that defendants will not challenge his exercise of his termination rights. Okay. Uh, the defendants are clearly reserving their rights pending the final outcome of a Duran Duran litigation in the UK. <laughs> okay. So they have because, to wait until Duran Duran finishes up. Correct. But here's the thing Duran Duran is in the UK. Mm hmm. Suing over U.S. copyrights, they're gonna lose. Probably, it's pretty much all but confirmed that they're gonna lose. Yeah. However, Paul McCartney is using the U.S. courts in New York to sue for U.S. law. Yeah, that's very different. Very different. Interesting. Well, yeah. we'll see how that pans out. Yep. Uh, yes, because in December, uh, Sony actually scored that win in the English court. That American law took a back seat. To English law. Yeah. Uh, the justice determined that Duran Duran's contractual promise is uh, to not transfer its interest in copyrights, foreclosed its ability to terminate and grant uh, rights of transfer uh, in the interest of songs publisher to themselves. Because law against law. Yep. Uh, do you want to add anything to that? Uh, no. Okay. Can I... Other news. We have Kanye West news. As always. Yes. Well... Maybe Kanye West news. <laughs> yeah. So an anonymous source close to the West uh, estate, camp, training facility, <laughs> claimed that St. Pablo Tour will resume in due course. Uh, this will resurrect not only the UK and Europe tour stops, but also finalize uh, the, uh, the, U the US stops as well. Uh, this is following his hospitalization in November. There's no official uh, confirmation from uh, Kanye West, from the West Side. <laughs> the West Side? Yes. Okay. At least that's the West Side story. Uh... However, a source close is, is saying that Kanye is getting the band back together. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he just probably needs to cool down for a little bit. I mean, he, and from November to now, yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's see, this is also following the whole. Uh, Kim Kardashian yeah, thing. Yeah, I think the happened. whole family needed to take a break. Right. They took a break. They cooled off. Yeah. They had their family uh, December Christmas vacation. Yep. And I think... Hey, they made it to, to Thanksgiving. They could even make it to Christmas. I think they're ready to that, continue. That was, that was a lyric. Yeah. Oh, there it goes. Yeah. Right, 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 right over your head. Right over my head. Anyways... <laughs> Anyways, lastly, in music <laughs> news, we're going to talk about Jonathan Todd Schwartz. I don't know who either any of those three people are. That is one name. I know. <laughs> um, he 
was is is a currently or was I'd say was a manager for Alanis Morissette. Okay. And other artists. Sure. He admitted in court papers that he embezzled more than six and a half million dollars from his clients. Classy, yeah. Including four point eight million specifically from Alanis Morissette. <laughs> Jeez. Isn't that ironic? It's very ironic. <laughs> don't you think? I don't think. I just read the news. <laughs> uh, Schwartz is scheduled to make his initial appearance in U.S. District Court on February 1st. He faces 23 years in federal prison, not including uh, reimbursements mm-hmm. for every cent that he has embezzled. Yeah. Apparently, the way he got away with this yeah. was that he would... Um, tell his clients that he would um, do renovations on their housing. Oh. At least that's what the line said in their bank statements. Yeah. But he just kept it. <laughs> he just didn't do anything with yep. it. Yep. <laughs> wow. He put up an AT&T sign said, there, you're not protected. What a jerk. An ADT? A- yes. AT&T sign? Yeah, AT&T. You're not protected by cell phones? Yep. This is a hot spot zone. <laughs> <laughs> the hottest of spots. The hottest of spots. You know what I mean. Yeah. Okay, anything else? I believe that's all I have. Well, that's all I have too. Okay. I think that's, that's all I have. So, yeah. Um, that was a podcast. We'll have another one next week for the Media Vote podcast. Yep. Catch us on the, the Facebook, the Twitter. Yep. Twitter. The Twitter. The YouTube. Put more stuff on the YouTube. YouTube. Uh, this will conclude our live stream, but we'll be back again next week on eight, at 8. If you want to see the archive, go to our channel, Media Boat Podcast on YouTube. Uh, I will continue to stream Kingdom Hearts uh, possibly tonight. Probably. Not Probably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to watch uh, It's Always Sunny and Man Seeking Woman. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my shows. Also, Quantico's back on, so I gotta watch that too. Uh-huh. Whatever you wanna do. Yep, yeah, I think I'll just stream. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll at least get the uh, 0.2 done. I think about <laughs> halfway through, or just over halfway through. Whatever you wanna do. But yeah, we'll be back yep. next week, uh, talk about more stuff as things happen. Matt, you should um, stream your games. What games? You're currently playing uh, Modern Warfare 4. Yeah. Multiplayer. That's super boring to stream. Nobody needs to watch somebody play Call of Duty. No, but you can just talk eh, if you unmute your damn mic. <laughs> uh, there's nothing really to say. Also, I use that as my podcast game. I most of the podcasts want to play. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, anyways. Well, I, use, yeah. I use Kingdom Hearts my podcast the game. The next time too. I play a game with the story, I'll totally stream it. You, you play Bioshock the Collection. It's old. It's not a new game. If it's a new game... You want to be here while I stream Kingdom Hearts? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll figure that out, and Bye-bye. we'll see you guys next week on Media Boat Podcast. Bye, zero viewers. Bye.